I'm a zombie. I've been bitten. You're listening to the survival podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. Zombies Ate My Podcast. Welcome to Zombies Ate My Podcast, and I am your host tonight, Lou Page. And I am graciously presenced by my co-host here, Ryan. How you doing, Ryan? Good, good. I'm good. How are you? I'm not a father yet for all those are, who are who are curious. Uh, uh, it's it's going to happen eventually, just it has not happened yet. Uh, yeah, in case you haven't noticed, Bob is not with us tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, hence, hence why I am hosting. And uh, I was worried I was going to be doing this one man tonight. So uh, no Baby Murphy yet, huh? No, um, Baby Murphy, uh, for all those who maybe knew or, or haven't heard, I'm going to be a father soon-ish. Today was is the due date. Uh, uh, but- I thought Saturday was. No, um, Saturday was just sort of a precursor to, hey guys, shit might go down. Uh, <laughs> but it didn't, as as is the norm when it comes to the wonderful miracle of childbirth. It's just, it's so unpredictable. So when a doctor says, it could be any day now, uh, and then follows it up with, but who knows? They were lying. Um, so I, obviously everyone will be posted will be kept up to date on, on the situation, but it has not happened yet, which is why we're doing a show and which is why I'm super calm right now, if you can't tell. So if, just so you know, if you're a listener and next week where there is no show, it means that Ryan's probably out. Am I the backbone of this show? I'm pretty sure you guys have done episodes without me. Uh, we have. Uh, it's just not as good, Ryan. It's they just, just burn? As... They just literally catch on fire? Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. we, we need the fire extinguisher nunchucks, Ryan. We need See, fire finally, you understand. Even though you can't put out a fire with fire extinguisher nunchucks because the way you attach them is by ta- ta- tying the nozzles together. So, great metaphor, but practicality, not very much so. True that. So, yeah. why don't we get started with the news this week? Oh, wait, before we do that, I did want to highlight one cool thing that happened this week, Uh which would have been awkward to say if uh, if my child had been born. Uh, I was on Hammond Chamberlain's Beyond the Playlist, uh, the yes, episode released on Sunday. He's uh, one of your fellow cohorts on the Citadel Cafe. Yes, and, he is. And he does. He and you both do a fantastic job on that show. But um, Hammond Chamberlain's uh, Beyond the Playlist is sort of an interview based show, and it's it was a lot of fun to sort of just chat about whatever Hammond wanted to talk about. It included video games, it included podcasting, a little bit of day job, a little bit of life stuff. It's it's re- it was really cool and it was really awesome to kind of like talk about the the thing that I do every day. If you enjoyed this show, you should definitely at least check out Ryan's interview over there. Hammond does an excellent job. Yeah. Um and I have listened to the show and uh it's it's just really really good. It was a lot of fun, and and don't even like even if you're not interested in what I may have, my answers may have have come across. But 
Sorry, I'm going to rephrase that. Even if you're not interested in, in learning more about me, there are really cool people who have been on the show prior to my episode. Uh, just recently, you have Kyle Ferguson from Into the Nexus and the A-Move TV Network. He is he's really cool, and to learn more about uh, his past experiences was really neat. Also, Willie Dills, uh, Gregory was on before that, and he talks a lot about, you know, about stuff that sort of brought him to where he is, like music and not just Hearthstone and Blizzard games, but just actually just learning more about people. It's it's really cool, and uh, I highly recommend you not just checking out my episode, but subscribing as well and, and going to the back catalog of it because there's some there's some fantastic Frog Pants folks and, and other people that you might it's some just some about. fantastic interviews. Um, yeah, and in the range of zombies he has interviewed special effects artists too so if that's your thing i would definitely look up those episodes yeah for sure so shall we get to the news ryan now that you've held us up sorry let's do it has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly headline number one there is a trailer out for zombie fight club mm-hmm. what do we think well we touched on this a bit pre-show in that you for in the, and i'm gonna throw you under the bus here because usually it's me that says this sort of thing and that why can't it's not hard to make zombie content good why does it have to be inherently terrible uh and and obviously that's not applied to all zombie content but occasionally there's just this example that comes out that's just utter terrible not great content and it see, shows you know see he, i have a gripe i like a lot of really old bad zombie movies but what's really what's really good about them is you can tell that they were really trying to make a good film and they just didn't have a budget so it just came out crappy and that's kind of what's fun about it is you could tell that they really wanted to make something good it just was they didn't have a budget or they didn't have the right equipment, all of that stuff. And that's kind of what makes it campy and fun. There seems to be this this thing now where they intentionally make a crappy zombie movie, mm-hmm. thinking like they're being like ironic, like, yeah, we're going to make something campy. And it's like, no, 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 you're missing the point. A lot of those really older movies that are campy and fun, they weren't trying to be that. They're fun because they were trying not to be, and they took themselves too seriously. Yeah, and and this is just this zombie fight club, and and I thought it was like this sounds like a really cool idea before I had actually watched the trailer. It was actually in the notes, as is as is tradition for Ryan. He usually puts something into the notes before he watches something, and this was an example of watching something before we actually did the show. So yay me! Uh, <laughs> I actually did prep work and. The trailer just comes off as just, like you said, like a cash-in, which is most of the reason why people outside of the zombie diehards, the zombie genre diehards, actually say like, oh, zombies, that's just a cash-in. That's just a genre that people are cashing in right now because it's big, it's hot, it's happening. And I think zombies get a bad rap. I I really don't think the zombie genre is just this flash-in-the-pan, let's cash in on it, because there's some great content out there that uses the genre well. I'd say even better than some of its originators, right? Like, I think Walking Dead is the best thing right now in in, in the zombie land, as is evident by most of the content we talk about on this show. But a lot of people could learn from that. And when you see stuff like, you know, Zombie Fight Club coming out, it's kind of, 
it's kind of a degradation to well, you know, to it, the genre. It, it, it's definitely like it could be called anything. What are they calling it? Zombie Fight Club. Okay, so they're trying to cash in on Fight Club, and they're trying to cash in on the zombie phenomenon, and they're going to do it both really poorly, and it's gonna be pretty crappy, at least from this trailer. This trailer did not make me go, oh man, I want to see this. This trailer made me go, oh, okay, this looks like everything else that's come out in the last five years. Yeah. I, although, you know, I, I sort of, I get it. It's it's a straight-to-Blu-ray DVD type thing, Scream Factory. It's not the best example of what content has to offer, and it's just, it, it caught me, Zombie Fight Club. And you know what? If you just want to watch a good Zombie Fight Club, go watch that specific episode in the Governor run where Daryl and Merle are in Zombie Fight Club. And it's it, it takes a lot less time out of your hands and is actually well-produced. So, Ryan, mm-hmm. we haven't talked about Resident Evil in a while. Yeah, let's talk about Resident Evil. What you got? Resident Evil Zero Remastered has launched. Yeah, it happened. The reviews were it's a great it's a great remastering, but it's still a boring game. <laughs> yep. And it's my least favorite of the Resident Evil games. Um I remember back in the day people were really excited about this and I didn't like having to wield two characters. This I probably will pick this up at some point, but I will wait for a sale. Yeah, this is a Steam sale sort of thing. I think Resident Evil HD was a a solid game to begin with and slapping a fresh coat of upresed paint onto a boring game keeps it a boring game. I don't think it, you know, it certainly like makes it more playable. Um like if you look at Twilight Princess, which is another game, not zombie related, but another HD remastering that people had some choice words for Twilight Princess and I think for people who weren't fans of Twilight Princess similar to Resident Evil Zero, are not going to be swayed by an HD re-release, you know? Um, So that being said, it's still nice to see Capcom looking at their older titles and saying, let's bring these back. Let's fund future development. Because we are getting that Resident Evil 2 remake. And I think that's thanks to the fact that people are supporting the Resident Evil franchise through these remasterings. Um, And hopefully nobody goes to see that new movie. Yeah... I mean, I I literally cannot tell you the last one I saw. They all sort of blend together. I, I know I've seen the first one. I know I've seen the second one. I may have seen the third one. The desert one's the third one, right? Where they're in the yes. desert? Okay. Yes. So I, I definitely It's like Mad Max see. with zombies. Yeah, and there's a fourth and a fifth, and they're working on the sixth? They're working on the sixth or the seventh. Oh, gosh. Oh, dear i still think there should be like if we ever do a charity stream it's us doing live commentaries of all the resident evil films i i, I would be okay with that um yeah and speaking of resident evil uh i'm gonna throw this in here it's not in the notes so sure. uh if you like the res if you like resident evil like we do um i want to recommend a podcast that showed up in my feed today hmm. um over on uh the jimquisition or uh jim jim sterling's uh website and uh podcast he uh threw in a special episode of a new segment he's doing where they're covering video games uh movies based on video games okay and uh they covered resident evil this week and so if you want to hear a video game critic and his friend who's a video game critic kind of 
bash on Resident Evil some more, uh, check out uh, the Jimquisition uh, this week. He, they're covering Resident Evil, and boy, they have some harsher things to say about it than I did. I I like Resident Evil, and I'm looking forward to what possibly good could be Resident Evil Seven. Or I think oh, at it's this not point, be good. you don't think so. No, the only one I've liked so far is the first one, and even then, it was kind of like it was, it's 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 just, it's just okay. When's the when's the next zombie game that we get that I mean I think for Dying Light was the game that most people really enjoyed. I think we kind of had a weird situation where the two of us were kind of on opposite ends, but in the end we both fell off of it at a certain point. Yeah. Although I am looking forward to the following expansion which comes out in a couple weeks. Uh, Good luck but, with that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I you're gonna have to fill us in on what you think of it yeah i need to go back to dying light i remember really enjoying it it's just open world games are really tough for me to hang with you know for very long because it's just there's always something else coming out and eventually open world games no matter what they are feel tiresome it's kind of like oh i gotta go across the map Mm, all right well i'm not gonna i'm gonna go play something else speaking of games ryan yes i was speaking of games why don't you fill me in on what what the hell death road to canada is well death road to canada is something i found out about today when i searched zombie news (laughs) and i guess it's a kickstarter game that that successfully funded in late october 2013 uh and and now we're finally getting two and a half years later a trailer that uh that sort of teases the game coming out very soon it's pc and and tablet and it's basically an 8-bit sort of survival game where you're clearing floors and you're also traveling. It's kind of like Oregon, Oregon Trail meets zombie management kill for supplies type stuff. The trailer that, uh, that came out called Death Road to Canada Max is a, a live-action zombie trailer, so everyone will appreciate that. I, I'm sure if Bob were here, he would have clipped out a funny, a funny tagline from the... From the uh, the video it's really cool i mean if you if you it want looks to check interesting out the video, it looks yeah. interesting the game looks really neat as well um i'm actually I'm, i've never heard of it uh the only reason i act- actively clicked on it is i'll be honest is because it said death road canada and i was kind of like ooh, this could be fun because i'm canadian like that um but for some reason they are i think they're in florida and it's all about the trek from florida to canada escaping the zombie apocalypse on literally a death road and it looks like a mix between hotline miami and oregon trail it, it's it looks really neat and it looks right up your alley too lou and just the graphics are sort of like 8-bit old school type stuff um, it does this uh, uh i originally was like when i saw this i was like oh great it's gonna be being another crappy zombie game but i actually kind of want to pl- try this this looks really good yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it it's it looks neat and i'm just kind of looking through it and uh i'm i'm being told that or i'm looking at the comments which you never do but someone's saying please make it premium please make it premium and it looks like it is a premium game so it's not a damn free free to play bullshit where you're like you ran out of energy you cannot go to canada until you upgrade your timmy link gems and i'm like great zombie topic of the week this week we're going to uh, make a nice slight return to Walking Dead. There has been a bunch of news this week about Walking Dead, so we thought we would 
maybe cover it and give give some feedback on what we think is coming in the future of this next half a season. Mm. Yeah, um, I noticed a couple articles that sort of popped into my feed as we prepare for the February 14th return of Walking Dead. Yep. Is that the date? Man, that's a weird date. That's a good date night, though. February 14th. Watch zombies with your significant other. Um, That's really cool. Uh, So it's coming back soon, like literally three weeks from now. We'll be talking about Walking Dead Prime. And some of the news that popped up here is Robin, Robin, <laughs> Robert Kirkman <laughs> has some uh, some choice words about Negan's arrival in the second half of the season, and that it's going to be uh, quote unquote like an atomic bomb getting dropped on the show. And I and I I think the int- the reason I chose to do, and this is no offense to Bob, the reason I chose to do a a Walking Dead look ahead is that we haven't read the comics. You know, and we can kind of look right. at this stuff without thinking, oh, yay, we're getting to that point, and start thinking about what we feel is going to happen without knowing what's actually going to happen. I mean, we've got our ideas, and we've been filled in on certain key points here and there, but I think it's more it's 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 more interesting to kind of converse about this stuff without having the 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 knowledge of what's about to happen. Um, and then I, I, I'll be I'll be honest, I. I the show does need a nuclear bomb dropped on it to yeah. change up the what's going on because it does feel as much as i'm enjoying the show it does it's starting to feel very samey yeah i could see that i mean the interesting part about it is that like he's not just using an atomic bomb as a metaphor to just be like it's going to be huge it's he's literally saying it's never going to be the same it's, after that it's going to change direction and the 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 my big thing is is they need to they need to hone Rick in and pull Rick back a little bit from the edge. Rick needs to, they need to dial away from the Rick being the the edgy dark character. He needs to just be the hero at this point. Yeah, exactly. He needs to be the bigger man. They've spent a lot of time meddling with him in the gray area mm-hmm. and they need to either they need to either pull it back or dive deep into it. Agreed. Yeah, he needs something that will bring him back to that good morality standpoint, and that's that's something that that Kirkman also said. And that when you look at Rick and you look at Negan, Negan's this guy who has his morality dialed a few clicks away from Rick towards a more darker aspect of his personality. These are his words, not not mine. But I think that's that it's going to give you exactly what you're looking for, and that getting Rick back to the hero character and having a straight up bad guy. And we they haven't need, had that and, since. And, the and, and they need. And they also need to dial it. Not only do they need a character to show Rick how bad things are, but they also need they they can't just use him as a foil to make it go. Well, Rick ain't that bad. No, no, no. They need to change Rick's personality. They if they do not change his personality a little bit and make him step a little bit more towards the light, the show is going to go downhill in another season. At least that's my prediction. Yeah, I I think you're right. I think we're looking at 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 a thing that will literally change the way we look at this season and and start to have camps set up because I think that's really where it's getting at. Where it's like Alexandria may be overrun by zombies right now, and where there may be some spoilers here and there as we get further on in this discussion. So if you're not caught up, which I don't think we've ever had anybody write in and say like we're not caught up, guys. Why do you keep cop- talking about Walking Dead? 
Um, so, but if you aren't caught up, you might want to, you know, be cautious. But uh, where we left season six, there's sort of Alexandria's overrun with zombies. Alexandria appears to be, you know, going into the dust with the, with the season continuing. But it sounds like based on what Kirkman is introducing in the second half of the season, we're going to get more back to that group versus group, you know, mentality, similar to what we had in the governor days, but hopefully better right. structured, you know. And from what I've gathered, it sounds like the wolves are gone. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it sounds like the, everything that I've heard is there will be no more wolves at this point. That arc of the story's done. Uh, we never find out any more. We're not going to find out any more about them. And uh, they're just gone. It makes they trashed sense. Alexandria and left. I mean, they didn't even trash Alexandria. They they sort of got overrun. Like, we don't know how many wolves there were. They just could have been this crazy small sect. But you got to understand, though, at the end of the, the mid-season finale, one of the wolves did escape with a few people. So we don't actively know, like, where they're at and whether they're coming back. I... I think Bob is one of Bob's predictions were that the wolves would come back only to be wiped out, you know, to have that not to have that mystery where they go, but to have that no, they're they're gone because they've been wiped out. Um, yeah, so I I don't know. I think those words give give us hope. Maybe not for like we're we're going to start to get rumblings in the second half of the season of where we're going to go in season seven, but I think season seven is where you fully see that switch over. Um, which is good because with the way Fear the Walking Dead is going and that it's sort of settling into the Walking Dead prime template, it'll be it'll be good because we're going to have Walking Dead year-round and you don't want the same show year-round. You want some different no. experiences. So that's good. Um, the other article we have where Robert Kirkman's just all over the place talking about Walking Dead teases the arrival of Paul Jesus Monroe, which I suppose is a big character for comic book readers. Um, do you know anything about about Jesus or is it Jesus or is it Jesus? It's probably I Jesus. Have, I, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, like well, I said, like we've discussed, we are not comic book readers. It's true. I intentionally stopped reading the comic after two trades because that was when they announced the TV show was coming, and I said, "Nope, I'll save it for the TV show." Okay, so basically what. Kirkman says is the people you encounter in your day-to-day life have to be extremely skilled and they've been surviving for a reason whether they were at a place like Alexandria that's very safe or they're a great leader of their group and somewhat sadistic but in control of their group like Negan or someone who's an absolute complete badass like Jesus he's smart quick very athletic he's kind of been surviving on his feet he's going to be bringing a lot to the show there's some cool stuff coming with him so it sounds like he's a post-Alexandria type person it does and can I just say wouldn't it be awesome for him to give all this hype and then to kill him off in the same inter- episode they introduce him? But a- AMC won't do that. I get the sense that he's a comic book character and he might be around for a while. Um, Good. We need we need some new characters. We've killed off we've killed off too many. It's time to start building the cast back up. Yeah, I agree. I, I think I think at a certain point they're getting down to the fact where there there's been certain people around for quite a bit and. Um, I don't think there's anybody on the show that you actively think shouldn't be able to survive much longer uh, in terms of the original cast. Like, I think everybody's pretty, pretty survivable at this point. Like, maybe, maybe Carl, if he doesn't smarten up, although he's been getting better. Um, but you don't have an Andrea situation or a Lori situation, um, where, 
or or even a Shane situation where they're just terrible people and they're they're surviving only based on stepping on other people's toes and making stupid decisions that affect others. I don't think there's any like core characters left like that that really aren't skating by, you know, like they're pulling their weight. Do you agree? I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, so that's the news for Walking Dead. But uh, like we said, non-comic book readers, obviously comic book readers can kind of like foreshadow and, and look ahead and kind of piece together what's going to happen. But we have no we have no prior knowledge. We haven't read the comics. And obviously we won't use like literal knowledge we have from what Bob's told us. But where do you see the season coming or sorry, going rather for the rest of this season, like leading up to the arrival of Negan, like knowing that Negan's happening in the season finale, what happens between Alexander getting overrun and Negan coming in? I don't, I think we're going to get right to it. Yeah. I think, I think there's not going to be any gap. I think whatever is going on at Alexandria is going to be wrapped up in the first half of the episode, and we're going to have Negan walk in by the end of the return. Yeah, like That's... I don't think I don't think they they've teased Negan too much. I don't think they hold him back much longer. Yeah, I think I think you you don't think Negan will wait. They're not going to tease him for like the eight episodes until the season finale. No, really. See, that's the thing is I I don't know if we've sort of been given the news that Negan is going to appear in more than the season finale. Oh, no. They they have filmed multiple scenes with him. You think so? Yes. Again, like, everything, because of that leak, everything seems so unofficial to me when it comes to Negan. And I and I don't know. I know that Negan is being played by Jeffrey D. Morgan. I think that's really the only. They've already filmed a bunch of stuff with him. No, that's good. So if he's going to be featured pretty heavily in this in the second half of the season, which you're right, like if they spent an ent- like when they dropped the bomb that like well this belongs to Negan, like at, at the end of uh, at the mid season finale in the post credits, that to me was like okay, you can do that for one or two more episodes, but. I don't know if you can continue it for eight episodes and have him be literally the last fifteen minutes of the, of the season like that. And I I don't I don't think they're gonna do that. I don't think they're gonna pull their punch. Um, he might not get introduced till the end of the episode, but I think we see him in the in the season pr- premiere. All right, yeah, I can dig that. I think I think I think that'd be really cool. Um, we obviously got some Alexandria stuff to work out that will keep us busy for a couple episodes. And they got to get back on their feet as well. But there's a lot of moving pieces to the rest of the season. Well, and, we uh, already know that at the end of the end of the last episode, what was it, Daryl and um, um, uh, handlebars Abraham, Abraham and the what's her name? They all got caught, and they already mentioned Negan's name. Yeah, by uh, so, yeah, it was pretty clear that they. And I think that when we return, I think that's what they start with. I don't think they start with Alexandria. I think they start with Daryl. Oh, yeah. I, I think you're right, probably just based on the fact that Alexandria was left in such a resolved in five minutes type thing. So they're going to really cheaply probably go back to that. At, they're going to spend another, like, two minutes. Yeah, they're still they're still fucked. And, and, and then it'll be, like, next week on Walking Dead. Let's figure out what the hell happened at Alexandria. Like... 
they'll make us wait one more week for that what could possibly be the tragic end of every character <laughs> you know yeah. i i don't think they'll resolve it right away they're gonna they're gonna tease us uh with that um if not maybe like the first half of the episode might be focused on daryl but uh yeah, I don't know. I, I'm really looking forward to the second half of this season. And Negan, alongside the governor, was those two characters that everybody talked about with this show being announced. It's like, when are they going to do governor? Now is it? Now it's, when are they going to do Negan? It's almost as if the governor, when they killed off the governor, everyone immediately jumped to Negan. And I'm kind of like, okay, what? This is this is a big moment for, you know, this is like... Oh my god, the red wedding in Game of Thrones is finally here. I get to like watch my react watch everybody's reaction. I think this is the equivalent. Like Negan's coming. Like this is going to be huge. Um so I'm I'm looking forward to it and I, and I want to see I want to see what these people have been talking about, you know, without spoiling it by going and reading the comic or 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 reading Wikipedia, you know? Mhm. Yeah. Cool. So, Ryan, I think that might be a show. Yeah, I think we're good. Uh, yeah. Why don't you tell people where they can find us? Okay, perfect. Well, you can, first and foremost, you can find our website, zombiesatemypodcast.com, where you'll find links to all the fantastic stuff we talk about on the show and all of the fantastic places where we talk about the show, including our Patreon. If you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash zombiesatemypodcast. And, you know, you can unlock cool milestones like audio commentaries and role-playing episodes and even written content by the I mean, Fantastic Lou. I mean, you've already heard us talk about Resident Evil. Wouldn't you like to see us do an audio commentary for Resident Evil? Oh, gosh. It's almost like they just want to put us through that misery. Um, it's not misery for me. No, it's true. It's not Even misery if it's for me. It's a crappy either. movie. As long as I have you guys to watch the crappy movie with me, I am good. I agree. There's nothing worse than having to uh, sit through watch that a shitty alone. movie by yourself. And that was one of the issues before when we'd watch films and cover them. It's like that was terrible. Why couldn't we have watched that together? Um, you you know you might also find us on Alpha Geek Radio. We're live right now. We we our live shows are Wednesdays at nine thirty p.m and uh, p.m eastern and you can catch us on alpha geek channel one but if you're listening to alpha geek channel three you could catch our archived episodes and if you ever want to know when we're going to go live the best place to do that is to follow us on twitter at zombies podcast we always post when we're going live we always post during the day that we are going to go live Uh, you can also like us on facebook uh, find us on google plus subscribe on youtube you can even email the show Info at zombiesatemypodcast.com, like a lot of fantastic listeners have had have done in the past, and just kind of chat zombies with us, and we'll read it on the show and ask us questions and all that fun stuff. Finally, if you want to follow us individually, you can find myself at R. Murphy, Lou at Busy Zombie Lord, and Bob at Bobbert F. Finally, a quick shout out to Sir Joel Duggan for the artwork, which you will find on our lovely podcast feeds and website. You can find more of his fantastic work at joelduggan.com. So, Ryan, any last words? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, this has been Zombies Ate My Podcast. And remember to always run away because those those zombies are bad. They're going to get you. I'm not good at this. Where's Bob? Uh, Bob's busy. He's super busy. Poor Bob. Uh, wait, I'm going to try to get... Uh, this is Zombies Ate My Podcast. And always remember...
to listen to zombies in my... Damn it. No, that's just... That's not good.